It's time for Taking Care of Business on Midlands 103. With thanks to the local enterprise offices of Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. Find us on localenterprise.ie and let's talk business. Midlands 103. Hello and a very good evening to you all. It's Tuesday the 18th of July. I'm Ronan Berry and it's time to take care of business here on Midlands 103. Coming up between now and 8pm, did you know that the grant scheme for solar PV has been drastically extended by the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland? You can now claim up to €162,600. That could be 20 to 30% of the capital cost of putting solar PV panels on your business roofs or wherever you have available space. It's open to pretty much any business out there. So later on, Head of Business Supports and Transport at the SEAI, Fergus Sharkey, will be in studio to talk about the scheme, the application process, and how as a business you can mitigate energy price volatility and how you can take action on climate change. Fergus will also answer some questions you might have around that scheme. Also, Colm Wright of Elevate Entertainment and Atlone will give a local reaction to the announcement of the extended grant scheme as he looks at creating Europe's only solar-powered electric go-kart circuit on his site in Atlone. Also, between now and seven, Sinead Cooper has taken the difficult decision to close the Cozy Cafe in Mount Rat after 13 years of outstanding customer service. Sinead will talk about her story, what led to her making this decision. However, every ending brings a new beginning too, so Sinead will have a, a new announcement as well to speak about a little bit later on the show. As I say, lots coming up here between now and 8pm. Many thanks to Niall O'Keefe for drive time earlier. Roy is back in the hot seat tomorrow and as Niall put it, there is lots coming up. How are we going to get it all in? Well, we absolutely will. And if you'd like to be part of that conversation, you can do so by text or WhatsApp on 083 103. Happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on whatever's happening in your world and in the business world over the past couple of days. To begin this evening, though, I'm going to go across the county leash and introduce you to a fantastic business that was set up in 2020. It was set up by Willie Highland and it's called Midland Escape. And they are at their heart a wellness company with a strong emphasis on group activities. I'm delighted to be joined now by founder Willie Highland. Now, Willie, a very good evening. Hi Ronan, how are you? Thanks for having me. Willie, no, absolutely a pleasure to have you as well. And I have to say, when I first stumbled across Midland Escape, it really caught my attention. And again, I suppose I'm going to ask you to start by telling us where did the idea come from and why a wellness company? Yeah, I suppose Ronan's question I've been asked a good few times over the over the last couple of years. Um, I suppose, look, a combination of things really. Um, I've always been, I suppose, entrepreneurial. Um, I always, I suppose, wanted to do my own thing and start, set up my own business. And uh, I suppose for a number of years, I would have played uh, inter-county GA and maybe that curtailed me with, I suppose a huge time element goes into that, uh, Ronan. So it kind of curtails um, stuff outside of GA, you know. And I suppose over the last couple of years, I just noticed an opening in the market to see, I think that, you know, there's a change, there's a, there's a change landscape out there now, Ronan, uh, in the workplace and that, it's it's very obviously technology is playing a huge part now. You know, obviously Zoom calls, Teams calls, uh, the opportunities for uh, work colleagues to to get back and and chat and and meet each other on a daily basis is kind of dwindling. Um, you know, remote working is huge at the moment. So, I suppose the way we looked at it was um, why I set up Mid and Escape was to maybe you know, from a corporate point of view, target companies who you know once twice, maybe quarterly a year, get together 
and you know offer them something in the wellness package um because i've seen myself obviously been part of uh, an inter-county ga team over the years the benefits of working together as a team having a, a discipline having your i suppose diet right um different areas that i feel i could bring to the corporate world so I suppose it's a combination of all of all three of those things, Roland, that, that kind of led me to, to set up Midland Escape back in 2020. And sadly, that corporate world is where many of us spend most of our time. And I think you're spot on. We often neglect those important things, even from a team building perspective and a personal health perspective, too. So how did you go about taking that kind of idea? You spotted a gap in the market. How did you begin to start setting up Midland Escape? And like, is it on your own land that you have to go and lease land to do it? Or, or what does Midland Escape actually involve at the minute? Yeah, so at the moment, uh, Roland, we offer um, over 16 activities to corporates, to groups and to schools. Our main target, obviously, being been corporates. So we offer anything from hiking, yoga, team building, paddleboarding, biking, kayaking. The list is there's quite quite a long list, but we're trying to, I suppose, cover all angles when a, when a corporate does get in touch with us, right? And I suppose the first thing I'll mention is we've got great support from the hotels, particularly in the Midlands area, uh, the Heritage, the Ballyfins, the Midland Parks, the collections, the Manor Abbey Leaks, uh, Inch House, uh, Glamping Under the Stars. I'm probably leaving out somebody, Ronan, so I want to offend somebody, but I suppose um, they've given us great support. Um, so they've sent a lot of inquiries our way and that has helped in a big way, you know, to establish what we do. And I suppose we've got some repeat business from some of the inquiries that came our way initially and some of the bookies that we that came our way initially. So that's been, that's been, uh, that's been very brilliant, brilliant for us. And I suppose... Added to that, we've got great help from Leash Partnership with regard to some of the some of our equipment. We have our own bikes, our own paddle boards, our own kayaks. Ninety five percent of what we do, Ronan, is done in house. Um, if a particular company has an unusual request, we'll do our best to source a baby from a third party. But we try to do everything ourselves. So, I suppose we've been really heartened by the support from local hotels, Leash Partnership, and I suppose contacts and people that you would know down through the years in general. It's amazing. Somebody knows a cousin that works somewhere else, or you know, it's it's amazing. I I just it it heartened me really, I suppose, that the, the help that we've got from people in in Leash and the Midlands in general, it's been it's been amazing. And uh, we've also, I suppose, just to just to add to that, Ron, we've we've added a rental section, as I mentioned earlier. We've we have our own equipment, so uh, we hire our out our bikes, our kayaks, our paddle boards, in addition to offering um, packages for for corporate groups and schools. So that's been. Uh, it's been a, it's 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 a busy it's a busy workload, but we're delighted with how things are going, and uh, long may it continue. Absolutely. You first set up in twenty twenty. Did you start pre lockdown, or was something that happened later in the year? Yeah, look for for eighteen months, Ronan. It was a bad time to start. I was I was questioning things for eighteen months because uh, there was literally nothing going on in, in 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 you know everything everywhere was locked down. There was no inquiries, no bookings. You had a great idea, and you were just so frustrated that you wanted to get it out into the market and you just couldn't so I, I look I won't lie there was a lot of days you kind of question is this the right thing because I was in a you know very safe comfortable job I worked for a brilliant company in Carlo called Netwatch um, I was the account manager there for the bones of 11-12 years so I was really well paid I was you know happy in my job but at the same time I always had an itch to do something myself so you're kind of debating things there for 18 months. Uh, but thankfully, for the last two years, it's just grown and grown and grown. And I made the decision last year to go full-time in Midland Escape. And it's the, probably the best thing I've ever done, to be honest with you, Ron. And so, yeah. But like any journey, I suppose, there's going to be ups and downs. And uh, that certainly was a, a down at the start anyway. 
it can be a huge challenge for anybody to decide to leave a solid, stable job to go and set up something on your own. What was it that made you kind of go, no, that's it, I'm going doing this? Um, I suppose the challenge of it, Ronan, like, I, I suppose I, I'd be very, I, I suppose if maybe I shouldn't say that, Ronan, I don't take direction too well, to be honest with you. I like to do my own thing and I suppose I just felt a little bit curtailed. Uh, while you're a fantastic company to work for, you know, I'd much prefer to work for myself um, and have maybe a bit more say over the direction of things. But uh, that's not to say, you know, as I said, I'll, I'll say it again, you know, that we're a fantastic company to work for. But I always had an issue with something myself from a very young age, Ronan. I've been always been very entrepreneurial and I probably neglected that side of things for for a long, long time because of GA commitments and that. So um, it was always there. It was only a matter of time. Um, and, and thankfully, um, I think I'm in the right space at the moment. And, you know, I don't, you know, as regards working hours, etc., I don't find it, you know, every day is, you're doing something different. It's so flexible. Like we could be, you know, Saturday, Sundays we're out, but it doesn't feel like work. You're working seven days a week. You're working long hours, long, long hours. You're working, you know, 14, 15 hour days, but um, it doesn't feel like that. And I think that's that's been, uh, the job satisfaction is huge as well, you know. And you're, you're also not stuck behind the desk for those 14, 15 hours too. But when it comes to getting the word of your service out there, you mentioned kind of word of mouth is a huge part of it and then the interaction in that whole kind of tourism ecosystem around the county. But your corporates then, are they coming to you from over the country and, and how are you spreading that message about Midlands Escape even further? Yeah, well, look, I suppose we have a limited marketing budget on and so I suppose a lot of it, what we do is through social media and uh but, but as I said earlier, you know, the repeat business is huge. And, you know, um, to give an example, Ronan, we did a booking for Ungarda Shiakana, a booking of, I think it was 25 superintendents back was it last year, I think it was. We've done eight bookings with them since, different different areas or different sections of the of the superintendent department. So that's just an example of where, you know, you do your job, you do it well, and, you know, you get the repeat business from it. So... Like, um, you know, with companies, we started with companies that came to us in twenty twenty end of 2020. There was a bit of a break in the lockdown. They're back. This is their third year with us. So, um, you know, I suppose that's the proof is that they're coming back to us. You know, we're doing something right. But um, it's, it's ba- yeah, it's, ma- it's mainly social media. But what we found over the last couple of months is um, people are starting to Google. Um, we're, we're, we're getting, I, I, I'm not the best. I, I employ other people to help with um with you know google searches and websites etc it's not my it's not one of my strengths i won't lie so um but but I, you'd always ask somebody when they inquire where did you hear, hear from us and sometimes they just they just google us or whatever so that's uh to get to get it organically like that is brilliant you know so um so yeah it's 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 it's, it's growing that way yeah, but on top of your corporate packages, your school wellness packages, you also do just kind of standard group wellness too. You're, you're also looking at innovating within that sector as well. And very shortly, actually, you've got a Sturgeon full moon paddle coming up. Tell us more about that. Yeah, well, it, it came actually, uh, Miriam Harrison, who was involved in the business, uh, had, an, had an idea for me. She, she came to me last year. And she said to me that we'll do a, a full moon paddle. So I'm not taking absolutely, I'm not taking ounce of credit for this, Ron, and um, I had my doubts, to be honest with you. I said, I, I think you're crazy, Miriam. I don't think anybody will go. Um, it's from half nine to half 11, generally of a Friday or Saturday night. Uh, so we do it once a month when there's a full moon. So there's been the strawberry moon earlier this year. The book moon was the last one. The sturgeon moon now is um, in early August. So they've sold out every one of them. And, uh, you know, I have to, I put my hands up and, and admit when I'm wrong, you know, it's been a great <laughs> success. Um, the weather has been, weather has added to that. Rona, thankfully we've got good weather. Um, 
so people come along. We supply all equipment, the kayaks, the lights, the safety equipment. Um, the full moon is obviously out, which helps um, with, with uh, visibility. And it's been a roaring success. It's been a great atmosphere. It's got better and better. Um, we've learned, obviously, from, from, from last year what worked, what didn't work. But we really have a nice package put together. Um, we found a lot of couples are actually coming to the to the full moon um, paddle. It's I suppose it's it's a date night for some people. It's different, and I suppose they don't have maybe if they go for a few drinks, there's no hangover like 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 what happened with that. So it's um, and look, we've kids as well that come. It's it's really really good atmosphere, really positive energy, and um, yeah, I think we'll, we'll probably limit it to just summer months to be honest with you because we don't want to jeopardize what we have we don't want you know it wouldn't be as appetizing uh later in the year when it's a bit colder so we try to stick it to maybe spring summer months but um yeah it's been it's been it's been really good and and really looking forward to the next one now no well done because i think that's what's needed people are looking often looking for something a little bit different if you don't want to do the kind of conventional thing you'll find something different to do with the family or with your other half and uh, that certainly is a really interesting offering as well if anyone's looking up for more looking for more information middlelandescape.ie is willie's website willie what does the future hold any major plans going to roll out in the next couple of months or is build upon what you've built already yeah, well, well, this week alone, Ronan, we have two major companies. We have Amazon and we have Google. So um, that's taken a lot of time and a lot of uh, our effort for the last planning for the last uh, month, I suppose, for 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 those uh, they're with us on Thursday and Friday. So that's in the immediate, I suppose, in the in the next week or so. But uh, yeah, look, we we've some 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 huge companies coming with us over the next couple of months. We have Grant Thornton in September. We've three hundred and thirty. Uh, people coming that day again they were with us last year we 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 worked well with them last year so so they brought us back again this year so i suppose develop the corporate market um we'd like to maybe um develop our our rental um section that bit better but i suppose look it's hard to it's hard to do it do everything wrong and we're taking a step by step we're we're hiring we got in staff there for the summer where obviously as you grow, you have to um, add more people to the business. So it's just it's just debating when is the right time for that. Um, look, I suppose every business or any business person that's listening in will 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 know all the I suppose the, the teed not wouldn't say teed issues, but the but the dilemmas that we face. But um, everything is positive. I think there's a there's a huge market for what we do. We do it well. We like think we do extremely well, and um, we're grateful for the support of of the of the people of you know the Midlands and Niche in particular. So. Um, hopefully look, we'll, we'll continue to grow that's all we can we can hope for over the next 12 months or so Well I think if you're dealing with corporates like the ones you've just mentioned there and if you can as, as an individual bring 330 people from one company down to the Midlands into County Leash for a day something is clearly working and one just begins to think about the knock-on effect for, for the area not just on the day but in you know, in, in showcasing to people what's in the Midlands, the fabulous Midlands we live in. So for that Willie all I can say is congratulations and uh, all the very best with Midland Escape as you move forward Thanks a million, Ronan. Thanks for having me. Willie, really, look forward to talking to you again soon. That's Willie Highland there, the founder of Midland Escape in Leash. And uh, what an amazing story. You know, again, sometimes stuff is happening on our doorsteps and we don't even know it. But uh, it sounds like things are going from strength to strength there too. And definitely check out midlandescape.ie and look at all those various activities that Willie and his team offer there across the summer and indeed all year round. But uh, some particularly standout things as well. And that Sturgeon Full Moon Paddle is coming up. I think it's Friday the 4th of August. Um, it's coming up as well. And as Willie said, they're booking out fast. So get in quick if you want to get a place on that. Time for me to take a quick break. After that, I'll be talking to Sinead Cooper from what was the Cozy Cafe in Mount Rat, But Sinead has taken the decision to close. Um, but all is not lost. There's, another, there's a happy ending to that story too. So that's coming up after this quick break. Taking care of business. 
business with thanks to the local enterprise offices of Leash, Offaly and Westmead. Find us on localenterprise.ie and let's talk business. Still to come on Taking Care of Business, I'll have some comprehensive details on a new grant from the SEAI where companies can claim up to 20 to 30% of the capital cost of installing solar PV panels for their business. It's open to businesses of all size, from the very small to the extremely large. So Fergus Sharkey from the SEAI will be along to give us all the details on that. And Colm Wright of Elevate Entertainment, that loan, will join me a little bit later to give his perspective on that grant and to talk about how businesses like his may utilise that grant in order to reach their goals in terms of having solar PV and renewable power on site. But before that, I'm going to go across to Mount Rat, and many of you listening will surely have visited at some point over the past 13 years the Cozy Cafe and Bakery in Mount Rat, run by Sinead Cooper, and it was renowned for customer service and top quality cakes and coffees and produce and just great customer service overall. But on the 15th of July, Sinead made the announcement that she was going to close the Cozy Cafe and uh, she joins me now. Sinead, um, was this a very tough decision to make? Hi, Ronan. Um, yes, it was a very difficult um, choice, I have to say, but um, it, it was, I got great support from the community and the staff when I made that decision. What were the primary factors? I know a lot of small businesses in particular suffered from the time the pandemic started, particularly hospitality, then met with rising energy costs. Was it a, what was the main things that maybe led you to this decision? There was a good mixture, really. Um, you know, I literally have a little boy, uh, two, two years of age, and I'm just newly married. So since COVID, I've had a different world myself. Um, and yes, since COVID as well, um, the whole hospitality industry has been under pressure. Um, and it just, it was, it was too hard to kind of keep it all going. Um, and it, was, it is quite a demanding industry as well. And anybody out there in this industry can definitely understand where I'm coming from. It really is a, a difficult industry and it's difficult when I have a little boy as well. Um, so it is hard. It is hard that way. It's hard to find that downtime, I can imagine, running a cafe and bakery. That's it, it is. And I'm, like, when you can't be there all the time as well. Um, and also I had the other industry that I've worked in for the last 20 years, which is the, the spa and beauty industry, um, is very hard to juggle it. It was different 10 years ago, you know, when I didn't have any ties or commitments, I was able to put all the hours into it. But I just just can't now. And I think everybody has a different quality of life as well um, since COVID. You know, there has to be that balance. You know, I would have come from a family who was work, work, work. And, um, you know, I think that rest that we got in COVID kind of kind of said, you know, you kind of got to slow down and, and get priorities and a balance if we can. I'm sure there was sadness on the streets of Mount Ratho to hear that, uh, you know, another business is closing. It was, it really was. And do you know what? That was the hardest thing. It's it's not just a little business here. The cafe wasn't just a business. It was a community hub. And um, it was like a little family we built over the 13 years. And like some, I can actually say, are really, really good friends of mine and still are. Um, you know, when we closed on Saturday, um, jeepers, we got a farewell that, honest to God, I really wasn't expecting half of it, a quarter of it. Um, and people were devastated that way. Now, I even came in today and we had a few of the locals, you know, just popped in and said hello and how the missus already. Um, so that was hard. I feel like I let those down, but they understand on because of my, you know, my situation and that. Absolutely. But as I mentioned at the start of the show, too, that kind of every every ending brings a new beginning. And you've mentioned that you've had extensive experience in a different industry as well. And, and that is actually forming part of there's a new venture that's emerging there for yourself tell us about that and that's it like just before um, before Christmas I set up a little treatment room up over the cafe um, so for 20, for literally 20 years I've been doing the work, working in the beauty and um, spa business alongside the cafe for the last 13 years 
which was it was able I was able to do that. Um and since I set up upstairs, it's just after taking off. It's it's unbelievable. Um it's so busy and I love it because I just love the, the spa and beauty work, you know. So there's there's no giving up yet anyway. You go from long hours in the cafe. What's your plans with the new business then? Do you see it is it in the same premises or or how can people, you know, find out more about it and, and get in touch with you if they if they'd like to? So we're still in the same premises. Um, you know, we have I have a little treatment area set upstairs. I still have a lot of things that I want to do upstairs. I have a lot of, you know, interior stuff to change around and things like that. But we're in the we're literally in over the cozy cafe. We're in Mount Rat in the square. Um and I have a fabulous client base um so far and I hope to grow that. Um but at least I can manage it around my family times, which is it's which is priceless really um, so I'm still on my social media a lot of people might have seen me on that with my Facebook lives or anything like that so pop onto the social media page or pop onto the Cozy Mount Rap, Um and hopefully over the next few weeks um, we'll be kind of launching something new a new name I, it's just all brainstorming times really but yeah I'm still working away up here Yeah but you're not resting your laurels anyway you're definitely on the way back too and uh, I've just discovered you know you were just telling me there before we came on that uh, actually you have a link to my to my previous guest w- Willie Island as well of Midland Escape you're actually in school together so what is it there's a real entrepreneurial spirit in that in that school <laughs> It was our education we got in Cluck National School, you know, and um, you might have a bit of a laugh at that there if he is listening. Um, no, it was brilliant. We we went to primary school together and it was a small little school, so everybody got on, you know, um, and I was blessed to have him, himself and his wife, Emer, as um, as customers here in the cafe as well. So it was such a small, small world. It kind of, you know, I just kind of laughed when, you know, he was before me and I was talking to yourself, afternoon yourself. It, it's just a, such a small world and it's really a sign that I'm on the right track where I'm, it kind of it relaxes me a little. Absolutely. And no doubt you can both refer a business to each other over the next couple of years. But Sinead, sorry to hear the Cozy Cafe oh. closing, but delighted to hear that you're, you're far from gone from the streets of Mount Rad anyway. And there's a new business going to emerge there too. One that uh, looks at another skill set that you have. You've developed extensively and, uh, you know, you've got that. You've got customer base there already ready to work with you. So all the very best with that as you move forward and uh, keep us informed of any updates. Ronan, thank you very much and thank you very much for having me. Hope mm-hmm. to see you, uh, talk to you soon. Absolutely. That's Sinead Cooper there, uh, formerly of the Cozy Cafe, but as Sinead has said, there a new announcement coming shortly there around her new kind of spa and beauty room business as well. Time now for a quick break because, you know, as we mentioned in that piece there with Sinead, cost of running business is a factor and indeed a challenge for so many businesses now. But the SEAI, the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, have just announced a major extension of a grant scheme to, their, to allow businesses to put solar PV panels probably on the, mainly on the roof spaces, but business can claim up to 30% of the capital costs of that back. The turnaround time or the return on, the re- return on investment is predicted to be about five years. So huge incentives there for local business. So after the break, I'll be joined in studio by Fergus Sharkey from the SEAI to get you all the information you need about that scheme. Taking care of business. With thanks to the local enterprise offices of Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. Find us on localenterprise.ie and let's talk business. SEAI is Ireland's National Sustainable Energy Authority. Their mission is to be at the heart of delivering Ireland's energy revolution. They drive the reduction and replacement of fossil fuel usage and they are a knowledge-led organisation. I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Fergus Sharkey, Head of Business Supports and Transport at the SEAI. Fergus, good evening and very welcome to Taking Care of Business. Good evening, Ronan. Thank you very much for having me. Fergus, you're here primarily to talk about a major new grant scheme that has been announced by the SEAI, but I suppose to begin... We talk about sustainable business. What do we mean when we talk about sustainable businesses in Ireland in 2023? Yeah, so sustainability is a is a very broad church, I suppose. Um, 
I, look, at, at, at its core, sustainable business is, is, is a business that minimizes its impact on the environment and the planet, I guess. Um, that can obviously be about your, your, your carbon footprint of your energy use. That's really our space. That's really SEAI space. But there's wider sustainability issues that come into the fore for certain businesses like waste and water, biodiversity, biodiversity circularity. Um, but for us, a sustainable business is, um, is a business that's operating with a high energy efficiency. So what does that mean? It means delivering its products and services with the lowest energy demand possible and then using the most renewable energy as possible. So the business's heat and electricity are coming from renewable sources. That's the journey we want businesses to go on. Um, it can be an easier journey for certain businesses than others. It can be extremely difficult if you have high temperature heat in your process or you have extremely large energy demand. Um, so a lot of businesses are at different points in that journey. Many Midlands businesses have really become leaders in this journey, you know, over the last five or 10 years, begin to look at renewables, particularly at solar as a way of powering their businesses. Of course, events in the last couple of years alone have really put a sharp focus on, let's put it as it is, energy prices and people have could really put a, a focus on how expensive it is to run and just operate a business in comparison to the way it would have been a couple of years ago. That surely is feeding into this as well, as well as probably people's awareness now of kind of climate action and, and the targets being set out in the climate action plan and also maybe a, a sense of wanting to do better with their business. Which of those is the primary driver, do you think? And and I suppose, again, bringing about the likes of these schemes we're going to talk about this evening. Without a shadow of a doubt, Ronan, cost. Um, so there is a lot of reasons why you might do this, why you might transform your business and, and, and sort of transition towards, uh, you know, go on your own energy transition uh, in line with what the state is trying to do. But for most businesses, cost is key. Energy is money. Um, you know, it, it is incredible when, you know, you saw the impact of that um energy price crisis, which hasn't fully uh, uh, subsided by now. Uh, there's a lot of other reasons, you know, businesses understand risk really well. And and this challenge, this climate action challenge presents a number of risks, be it the ability to get finance, your customer behaviours, your staff behaviours and expectations. So there can be a, a range of kind of drivers for this. And I suppose businesses operate in a competitive environment when uh, one business is showing that they're generating all their energy from the rooftop. That's quite a peer pressure on other businesses that compete with them. That's giving them a unique selling point. That's showing something about their credentials that um, that customers will value. Uh, but cost is king. And, you know, what was really interesting, and I, I, if I may, just a little anecdote, we, we launched a, a different scheme to the one we're talking about today uh, back in March. And we were at a hotel in Dublin that did that journey that went down the route of uh, high energy efficiency, high renewables. And uh, we were asking them, how, how are things going? And back in March, it was really at its worst. It was, it was, it was terrible. And they said, oh, we haven't really seen a major change in our energy costs, which is just phenomenal. It was the only business I'd spoken to for probably six months. And that's the power of this. You can insulate yourself and isolate yourself from from these risks and these price shocks that can be very damaging to your business. Let's bring that down to an average business owner across the Midlands. I know this new grant scheme is open to pretty much businesses of all sizes from the very small, you know, retail outlets right up to large manufacturing facilities. But for many business owners, right, they've probably been dealing with the rising cost of energy. And as you said yourself, they haven't abated just yet. And, and hopefully they will later in the year. So cost is a huge element. So when somebody goes to look at installing, say, solar PV panels, there's going to be a cost associated with that. But that's for 
organisations like the SEI come in. You've had a number of grant schemes operating for the past couple of years. Can you give us a little overview of those as well and, and maybe how companies have utilised those to reduce those costs? Yeah, absolutely. We have a range of grants for supporting all those investments and, and, and we've we've gone through a big transformation over the last 12 months and in 2023, as you know, we have a new commercial solar PV grant which has been, uh, which has been opened uh, last Thursday the 13th for applications. Um, we have our support scheme for renewable heat. We can get 40% for for a heat pump and insulation and any energy efficiency works that need to be done around that heat pump in a building or in your industry. You can get 15-year support for a biomass spoiler. And we have a load of projects in the Midlands. CJ Sheeran up in Leash are a really, really exemplar project from a biomass point of view. And then we have other grants like Exceed and community grants. So there are a lot of options. But the first thing is, and there's a lot of support there, and we've really starting to close a lot of what I would have seen as gaps in our support and enhancing them. Um, But fundamentally, you know, don't just go with it ad hoc. Take an expert view, build knowledge, get in an auditor, you know, follow follow the expert's advice and, and, and really do it in a structured and sort of consistent way. I think that's solid advice. And I can only imagine that even with those energy audits, there's probably parts of your facility, if you have a big manufacturing unit, that are probably pulling energy and solving that or reducing that might be the best way to go before maybe looking at solar. It might, you know, identify, you say, maybe just don't jump ahead and say solar is what we want. However, this new grant scheme, this extension of the existing scheme announced by Ministers Ryan and Coveney uh, just last week, is, uh, as you say, opened last Thursday for applications. And there's new fundings ranging from €2,700 up to €162,600 to support a huge range of businesses. Um, Is this potentially a game changer for Irish SMEs? Yes, I believe it is. I think it's it's extraordinarily good news um, and has been a long time uh, in the making uh, by SEAI and and, and I really do uh, commend and, and, and thank Minister Coveney and Ryan for for uh, moving the dial on this in such a significant way. Um, yeah, so so we, we, we have supported a significant amount of solar uh, in SEAI, both domestically and commercially, um, but we didn't have a dedicated grant for solar. Uh, it was part, it was normally where you were doing other measures. Um, and there's a lot of demand for it. It is the number one query we get asked um, is, how can I get funding for solar panels? Um, and um, and now we have it, and and it's open for application. And it is this, it is a grant. It's 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 an unusual number, isn't it? One hundred and sixty-two thousand six hundred. But e- effectively, there's a there, there's a tiered support, which is a price per kilowatt. So if you install a thousand kilowatts, you're getting the one hundred and sixty-two thousand six hundred. If you if you install maybe a hundred and fifty kilowatts, you're getting about thirty thousand. So it just effectively goes up and down depending on the scale of what you're installing. Give us a rough idea. If somebody was to kind of hit that max level of a thousand kilowatts, what sort of facilities are we talking about? Are we talking large scale warehousing or maybe are people again maybe uh, have a misconception about the size or scale needed to do it? Yeah, a thousand kilowatts is big from a solar PV point of view. I would say there's probably only about 10 or 15 systems of that scale in the country right now. So it is big. I think uh, it is... um, Roughly about 2,500 solar panels. And if you think about a domestic solar panel, if you drive by, a typical domestic installation would have six or seven panels on the roof. So 2,500 is 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 an entire industrial unit roof. So you're going to have to have a lot of energy demand to justify that type of expenditure. And you're going to have to have a big roof. Um, so, you know, you're going to see, and, and, and I should bear in mind that if you want to put on 2,000 kilowatts, 
you can still get 162,600. You just don't get any more above what the one megawatt person would get. So, you know, people can have at it and they can go quite large on this. Um, So, um, yeah, it's it's significant. And, you know, we we will see a lot of that come true. But the but the real meat in this is for the small and medium businesses that might be able to get something like 50 or 100 kilowatts on. Um, You know, that's an investment where they're going to be able to get sort of 30% of the capital supported through this uh, grant. The payback should be well less than five years um, if they take on that support. Is um, that based on, say, current energy prices or is that kind of based on an expectation that those overall prices should come down in the next year? Yeah, so? yeah. So it's based on a kind of a more, you know, typically businesses can be paying, well, some have locked into quite high energy costs, but typically a business should be paying maybe 30 or 40 cent a unit at the moment. Um, there will be some businesses that are paying a lot less than that uh, if they're large uh, businesses. But yeah, it would be based on that softening a little bit over the next 12 months because wholesale prices have effectively are back to 2021 levels. Like we've gone right up and we've come back down to where we were in June 2021. Suppliers are starting to pass that on uh, more to commercial customers actually than to domestic customers uh, just due to the nature of the the way the prices are structured there and there's a bit of a lag the way it comes back to homeowners. Um, So they're good investments. They were good investments without the grant so they're now very good investments. Um, And... um, you know, it's quick. It's very low disruption to the business. Like all you will notice is that there will be a scaffold outside somewhere for a number of days um, and there will be a little bit of electrical work done inside your business. So it's non, non-kind non of invasive sort of work. And it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a visual statement. It's almost like a billboard on your building that you're doing something about sustainability. Um, and it's, Pretty interesting. I think it's really, I, I have it and you have the app and <laughs> you can kind of see, like the day it's in, you can see what you're generating. And that's, there's very, very few sustainable technologies like that. So it's got the curb appeal, I have to say, Solar, and, and I do understand why people love it. Um, yeah, it's so, a scheme that as I know myself when I contacted you recently about about doing a piece on it, that there's definitely a bit of interest from local businesses too. And in fact, texting now, people are actually inquiring, you know, the application process then, what's that going to be like? Yeah, so, so, so and look, I'm a bit of a, uh, but this is something I'm particularly proud of actually. Um, is it's a, it, This is really what we've been working on for a long time with SEI, which is a really streamlined application process. So um, honestly, it takes about 15 minutes to apply and you will get approval within an hour. Um, what you're going to need is you're going to need your company details, like your tax registration number and so on. You're going to need your meter point reference number, your MPRN, which is the number at the top of your bill. So that's all the company will really need to collect from its own business. And then you're going to need to pick an installer. And and I cannot, I, I might say this three times, get multiple costs for what you're doing. There is enormous value to be gained. And I know businesses are very short on time. I can't stress this enough that there's enormous value to be gained by shopping around, by getting multiple quotes, because there will be a big differential. Um, there's 130 odd companies registered on our website uh, at the moment. So you have to pick a company, pick several, um, and then they'll need to tell you, obviously, you have to know who you're going with because it, you, your, your application gets linked to that installation company then. Um, and you need to know the size of the system and the cost you're paying. That's it. Um, as I said, it'll take you, it's an online application, takes about 15 minutes and you'll get an email within a few hours, uh, within an hour, I'd imagine. And then you've eight months to complete the work. Uh, you won't have to send any documentation to us. Your installer 
will upload all of the required information once the uh, system is completed. Um, and then, you know, depending on whether there's an inspection or anything like that, you'd be paid typically kind of eight weeks after the submission of documentation. Is it open to a business that's maybe building a new unit or building a new store and has got planning permission or maybe started construction? Can they apply for it? And also somebody's asked who, if you were generating obviously more energy than you need, can that be sold back to the grid on a commercial basis? Yeah, so in the first instance, it's not open to any buildings built from 2021 on. And generally, that's because they would have a regulated amount of renewable energy that they would have to uh, deliver as part of the building regulations. Um, so we will probably change that date over time. But at the moment, it is existing buildings. And bear in mind, it's not just buildings. You could put it on the ground, but it still wouldn't matter. It's still uh, there's a date in time where you have to be a little bit of an older. So it is a retrofit measure. Um uh, sorry, Ronan, the second question there was... But the second part was, if you, if you were a large commercial user and you had got maybe, say, roof space or ground space to actually have a large capacity there, can that be sold back to the grid? Yes. So you, you can get a, um, uh, I think it's called a clean export guarantee payment from your supplier um, and they'll set a price on that. At the moment, the prices on that are quite high. They're about 20 cent plus per unit of electricity, but they will fall back because the wholesale price is already down to about 11 cent. So they're actually losing money on that today, believe it or not. So they will, um, they that will come down, I would expect, over the last while. It's a, it's a symptom of those very high electricity prices. Also, you get a very high export rate at the time. So yeah, they can sell what their excess is. Um, we have no kind of cap on how big you can go. What what you will find is is you'll find a natural level of what will make sense for your building on the basis of how much space you have, um, how big your electrical connection is generally, your MIC, because you wouldn't really go bigger than that, um, your, which is your maximum import capacity, and just how much electricity you use and when you use it. Um, you know, if, let's just say, for example, you only opened at night, you're not going to have a lot of electricity. So, you know, you, there, you, you, the, what, what we call self-consumption, which is, 100% self-consumption means you use it all and 50% means you're exporting half of it. Higher self-consumption will have higher payback. So there's a natural sort of um, incentive to design for high self-consumption. You mentioned, Fergus, the scheme is now open for applications. How can people go and apply for it? Yeah, so um, it's uh, it's on our website. If you just, I mean, go on to SAI.ie, it's on the front page. If you go on to, if you just Google SAI commercial solar PV, you'll find it. As I said, you know, to apply, you'll need to have selected a contractor. Um, so you can't just go on and apply in the morning. Um, so go and get quotes, go and get a contractor who you're happy with, try and talk to people about who've used, look, maybe look around your area and see a business and talk to them about who they've used um, and what their experience is. So, you know, go in um, and, and, and do your homework, particularly on who's going to do it and the price you're paying. And it's a very simple process. Sounds like an absolute no-brainer as well. Fergus Sharkey, thank you so much for coming down this evening. Thanks for having me, Ronan. That's Fergus Sharkey there, the Head of Business Supports and Transport at the SEAI. And as Fergus mentions there too, there are some amazing Midlands companies who've already taken a huge leap in their journey towards going to solar and, and bringing about renewable power onto their sites, including like CJ Sheeran, who really are leaders in that. I think it was like Glenisk as well. Even DPD locally had a big announcement yesterday on it. So after the break, I'm going to go across with Lone and talk to Colm Wright of Elevate Entertainment and see what uh, the announcement of this extended grant scheme means to a business like his. Taking care of business with thanks to the local enterprise offices of Leash, Offaly and Westmead. Find us on localenterprise.ie and let's talk business. 
As well as being the voice behind Twilight Time on Midlands 103 on Sundays at 10pm, Colm Wright is also the owner of Elevate Entertainment in Athlone. Uh, Colm, the extension to the solar PV grant that Fergus Sharkey has spoken about before the break, um, we described it as being a potential game changer for Irish businesses. Um, does it meet your expectations at Elevate? Well, you actually took the words out of my mouth, Ron, and you actually said it's a game changer, and it most definitely is for us. Um, I had been looking at it. I've been looking at it for months now since we opened here. And um, I, I, I engaged the company, Local Power Limited, to uh, do this for us, and they have done all the work for us on this. They took all the pain out of it completely. But we did want to wait until this government uh, scheme was announced, and like the fact that that has been announced now, we are going to start ploughing ahead to uh, get the panels on the roof here and become the first go-kart track in Europe to uh, be completely 100% green. And was this, had you kind of gone ahead with this or kind of looked at this before the extension of the grant was announced? But that, I think, shouldn't uh, prevent you from, from re- reclaiming, I mean, up to 20, 30% of the capital investment. Well, for my, for my cost, I mean, it, it's, it's a difference of 17,500 to be 100% accurate on it. That's what I'm going to save by this new uh, grant being announced by the government, which is 100% a game changer for me. It's, it's, a, it's a huge advantage. And I'm sure small businesses like myself will definitely take this up uh, and start using it because to, to get that sort of help from the government, I think, is, is fantastic. And of course, you have to factor in as well the potential reduction in energy cost. Then, you know, you're going to generate your own power on site too. Has to be a big, a big plus for Elevate. Absolutely, it does. And like when we opened Elevate, we had that in mind. We we went completely green with like all our LED lighting is, uh, you know, it's all LED. Sorry, it's all LED lighting, air to air heating in the in the venue, and obviously with the electric carts. And we had the provisions to put in solar panels down the line, and that down the line is, is hitting us now we are definitely within six months we're going to be 100% green with the go-karting uh, as a standalone Absolutely and of course you're well used about beyond the go-karting too I believe you become a dab hand at axe throwing uh, lots, of st- <laughs> lots of stuff happening across there all for good reasons of course lots of great stuff happening uh, Elevate what have you planned for the rest of the summer? So uh, it's business as normal now until the school goes back, but we have a couple of expansion plans coming our way. Maybe we'll have something big to announce just before Christmas, um, but if not, it'll be very, very early in the new, the new year. I'd be hoping to have this new activity in for Christmas, but um, I won't tell you too much about it yet. We'll, we'll discuss it again because I'm just waiting on confirmations of, of some of the equipment that we need. But um, yeah, we, we have something very big coming. So And we're very happy. Business is expanding all the time. Matt Lone's been very good to us. Um, and um, yeah, the future is looking quite bright for us, thankfully. Yeah, if only we could get the rain to go away as well. It's not affecting tourist numbers, is it, in, in the town? I, I know people are going to kill me when they hear me say this, but the rain actually suits me so well. I need the rain. It brings people in, Ronan. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah, well, look. So, I'm sorry to say that. Well, look, I think I'm going to have to let you go because you're both, you're, you're thankful for the rain and you've mentioned Christmas already in the middle of July. So I think uh, I'm that's sorry, for now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Column, as always, it's a pleasure. And look, at um, fantastic to hear the updates coming from Elevate there too. And uh, catch up with you shortly. Thank you very much, Ronan. Take care.
Colin Wright there, of course, the owner of Elevate Entertainment in Athlone and also presenter of Midlands 103 now at uh, the twilight time at uh, 10pm on Sundays too. But again, another real business leader taking action, installing solar panels on its premises, you know, already in the process of it, going to probably possibly extend that too. But I mean, he really puts context on it there in terms of the savings that that new grant from the SAI will bring him as well. But also, I suppose, in the own, the return of investment for himself and their own business too. Anyway, that's it for this evening. Thank you to all this evening's contributors, to Sinead Cooper of formerly of the Cozy Cafe in Mount Rat Willie Highland what a wonderful story Midland Escape how amazing is it to hear about these fantastic new businesses emerging across the Midlands too Colin Wright you've just heard and of course to Fergus Sharkey from the SEAI for giving some comprehensive detail on that new grant scheme hopefully it was of use to you if you want to find out more about what's happening around the Midlands and business circles tune in next Tuesday from 7pm time for me to make my way now but Joe Cooney will be here after news at 8pm with Country Roads bringing you the very best of Irish and American country music Bye for me. Talk to you soon. Taking care of business returns next Tuesday at 7 p.m. with the local enterprise offices of Leash, Offaly, and Westmeath. Find us on localenterprise.ie and let's talk business.